1: Father, thank you for the opportunity that you've given to us. We are so excited to be in your house. Thank you for your blessing and the great opportunities that you give to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Beautiful. Now, thank you for your very warm welcome. I believe you are aware of the purpose of this service. It's a Ben MP service, which is beautiful, exciting, nice, mood-changing partner service. All right. And we want everybody to be a, a Ben MP partner. And this, this is not a miracle service. It's not a communion service. It's not an anointing service. It's not a Holy Ghost service, bless me service. It's for Healing Jesus campaign. I hope you, you were told. this morning, I was not sure whether the people knew why I had come. Yeah, I don't know whether you guys are the same as the morning people. Is it a different group that are here? Okay. All right. Now I want to thank you all for your support. And I, I want to ask for everybody here to become a Ben MP partner, which is beautiful, exciting, nice, mood changing partner. Someone who makes God happy and who has who can touch God's heart. And whom God likes. Amen. Amen. So, very important. Um, I want everybody to say, this crusade that you just watched, you can tell somebody, I paid for that crusade. Yeah. Once you have been MP partner, I give you the authority to say, to tell anybody. That you are the financier of that thing You tell this thing you say I'm the financier of it Amen. Amen So how many of us Are Have signed up To be Ben MP partners Let me do that right away Raise your hand You're going to give 10 pounds That is different from being a healing Jesus campaign Partner or board member It's different this is Ben MP. Ben MP is a new thing. Ben MP is 10 pounds a year a month. something that we want everybody, even if you give a thousand, we just want that 10. we want that 10 pounds as a special thing from you and from everybody every month. Can you do it? Yes. How many have not yet done it for some reason, one reason or another? our pastor right here. And who else? Wow. Now, tell your neighbor, uh, tell your neighbor who is sitting by you, neighbor, I hope you are speaking the truth this evening. (laughs) Because. Right. So everybody here is. And did you give your number and all that so that we can text you? I hope you did. So that we know when you give and then we can also WhatsApp you or whatever it is. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Now, thank you for your support and God is going to bless you greatly. Revelations chapter 3. How many look at the Sierra Leone and Liberia campaign and you realize that people need the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. And there are many, many towns. Many towns, many places. People don't go there. People don't go there. You can't easily go. There's no flight. <laughs> All right. Now, how many know that the reward for hard work is more work? Did you know that? The reward for hard work is more work. When you work hard for God, gives you more work he says well done be thou ruler over ten cities wow what a job (laughs) he didn't say go for a holiday in Bahamas he said come and be a ruler of ten cities more work amen and the servant who went out to work And when he came back, and the Lord said to him, the Lord said to him, uh, when your master goes out to work and comes back, do you stand there and say, wow, you know, I've really worked hard today, and um, because I've worked hard, um, I must rest in Luke 17 verse 7 it says which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him by and by when he is come from the field go and sit down to meat,' and will not rather say unto him make ready wherewith I may suck and get thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken and afterward Thou shalt eat and drink. Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I trow not. Listen, when you are a good servant who has been plowing or feeding cattle, right, and you come in, God is not going to thank you. Oh, thank you for winning so many souls in London. Oh, thank you for being so faithful. Oh thank you Shawanda for singing such a beautiful song Thank you for being such a nice best. Thank you for being faithful Thank you for giving 1000 pounds He says I throw not put, put the scripture I throw not I throw not I throw not Which means I don't think so That's the meaning of I throw not Change the version they don't believe me Change the version I throw not. Do you change versions easily here? I hope I've not asked for rocket science. I'm not, i I'm You see me after church, eh? <laughs> Who trained you? All right. Go back to my King James Bible, please. Has it come up now? Of course not. Of course not. God is not going to thank you. So yes, with, with one souls, the church is bigger and stronger. That is not what he's coming to say. Thank you. You are very good. You are, there's nothing like that. If you are hearing, I thank you, you are very good, you have done, then you are not hearing from God. Yes. I don't. Maybe you are hearing from the devil to make you proud and foolish. Yes. And content. Yes. As for God, all through the Bible, the reward for hard work is more work. That's a revelation from the Holy Spirit. Yes. When you come from the field, you did well. Come and prepare my supper. One servant, he's been plowing in the field. Instead of coming to lift up his legs and have a bath and relax. He has to now come to the kitchen, kill the chicken if it's alive. Fry the crabs if it is crab that the master wants. Fry them. Do you fry crabs or you boil them? You don't eat crabs. You don't eat crabs. Okay. Which animal do you eat? Chicken. Chicken. You go and find more animals, kill them, season them, organize it, make it into food, and then you now come and serve. You don't just throw the plate or say that it's in the microwave, you can go and eat your food, as some people have been doing. Yes. Don't push me. I said, don't push me this evening. you don't tell people go and get it downstairs or it is where, wherever you serve you serve the master you serve with a smile with a kiss some people have stopped kissing they don't kiss anymore they don't smile anymore they are not happy anymore But the servant was supposed to cheerfully come and present this wonderful dinner. Cheerfully. So, the reward for hard work was only to be given more work. Now, you see this when God doesn't call you for anything new. Even with me, if I finish with you, I will not call you for any work. Yes. Yes. In fact, one day, my healing Jesus, crusade directors, they went on a rebellion. And they, they said that I'm not, I've not been calling them for meetings. But I'm only calling the first love because I have two groups in my office. The first love and then the healing Jesus. So they said I've not been calling them for meetings. That they are rebelling. They want to be called. I should give them work. I should also call them. That's the rebellion that they went on. They said that you have not been called. Call us. Call us. It's a good rebellion. Because they felt that they were not, they were not being given anything yeah. to do. And I realized that it's true. When you, have lo- you are not in favor, you will not be called for any meeting. Yes. You will not be called, come, let's discuss, let's do this, uh, let's have a meeting, let's plan, let's work. No, no, no. No more. When you do well, and you'll be called, come. You know, come, let's see what we can do. Let's do more. Yes. But when you, me, when I know I what know you how what would I call you for? Come, when they're coming, it's what we discuss: the, the weather, this, that, whatever. There's nothing to talk about. And when Jesus is happy with us, he'll call us and give us more work to do. And when he's giving you more work, it means he's giving you more time, more life, more health, more strength, more money, so that you can do the more work that he's giving you to do. Yes. So the reward for hard work is to be given more work. Now, when the doctor tells you you are going to die, God forbid, God for real, God for really bid. bid. (laughs) Now, when the doctor tells you that you are going to die, I'll tell you something. You may remember what I'm saying. The prayer you will pray to God is that, "Oh, God, do you not need me anymore?" You don't need me anymore for anything. There is nothing you want me to do for you. You don't want me to speak again. You don't want me to sing again. You don't want me to talk about anything again. He may tell you, "Well, but you, you've not been talking about what I wanted you to talk about. You don't even do what I want you to do. I don't see what is the point. That's the only prayer you praise. Oh, God, you don't want me to talk anymore? You don't want me to preach anymore? You don't want me to help? You don't want me to give anymore? Why well, you've not been giving? Which giving? Which giving? You know, one time, one of our pastors was dying, and then he called me, and I went, I went to see him, and he, he, he now brought a special offering of thousands of whatever currency. Not a, a foreign a, a currency in the Western world. Strong currency. And, and I said, no, no, no. You know, I'm a pastor. The, one of the difficult things for me that I don't like, not I don't like, I can't say I don't like it. I like anything I'm asked to do. Hey, Charlie, don't say you don't like it. things. Thank you. Please. You must be careful what you say about God's works. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Hey. Unless you find somebody who likes it. I like it. God for really (laughs) bids. I told him, I said, look, you need this money even more now. There's no need. Because I remember, I don't want you to just give. There are many people that sometimes they give, I send them back. The other day I was raising funds, somebody came, I just slapped the person, to go back and sit down. Go no, and sit down. I did it to, to, to more than one person, for, for certain reasons. Yes. I said, you, you, you don't have to give money now. This is not what is necessary. You need all the... But he, he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't listen. He said he wants to do it. So, you know, let us not wait till uh, there is nothing. And, and let me make a point here. Um why would god want something from you or why would god want your time or energy or your voice why would he want it is it why would god use you is it i think i want to rule out let's do an mcq do you know what mcq multiple choice question let's do a multiple choice question shall we do a multiple choice question abcd and then you take you say which one is correct okay why would god use you let's say number one for your holiness it, 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 it's true or false. false. Your holiness, false. Uh, your goodness, your, 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 your perfection. <laughs> your intelligence. False. Yeah, you got 42 percent in the last exam. so it means you don't know 60 percent of the things. Because of your power. So then we ask yourself, Why would God use you? Why, why does God do things? Why does God give things? And I'm going to share with you. Look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, up on the screen. Let's just look at it on the screen. If the screen man is fast. Genesis 12, 1. Screen man, let's go. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house. To a land I'm going to show you. Now verse 2, beautiful. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, why was God going to bless Abraham? He says, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, I want to suggest that the correct answer to the question is not your holiness or your power. Your intelligence, your goodness, but that God trusted that what He gives to you, you would use it or give it. Yes. But not because you are good, He's giving you something. Recently, I was reading one of Rejoinder's books, and I thought to myself, I thank God that God gave this revelation. Of the final quest to Rejoineder, and not to me, because he had angels coming to him. He had these wild revelations. He went to heaven, saw pastors that were dead, spoke to them, and they told him what happened when they came to heaven. And I was thinking to myself that why why did God give this to Rejoineder and not to me? And I realized that the reason why God gave to Rejoineder is because he would be able to bless more people because more people would would, probably, would maybe read i don't know but more i think so more people would read it, so at least in america and the, those those places would read his book than my book that's what i think so he wouldn't give it to me because i, I can't give it to as many so he gave it to him because he can give it to more uh-huh. yeah you understand what I'm saying? So, so like, why, why, why does God give you something because of who you can give it to? Yeah. So, if he realizes that you can't give it to many people, then he'd he, rather find somebody who can give it to many more people. So, I want to suggest that it's not because of your, your money, your goodness, your holiness, that maybe God has blessed you to even be in the U.K. at this time. But that he is trusting that you're being here in the U.K., you know, he, he will be able to use you to help more people. So, he'd rather give to you because maybe your friend couldn't come here. Or your friend couldn't be in that job. So, he said, give you that job and not to somebody else. Remember, there were three at the interview. They took you. And that person was also being prayed for and being, also praying, but he wasn't taken. So, why did God choose you? Is it because of holiness? I don't think so. I throw not. Because of your goodness, I throw not. Because of your intelligence, I throw not. Because you are a kind person, I throw not. But perhaps one thing that perhaps you would give it to more people, you would help more people when you came into that position. Yes? Is it not amazing? So why, why did God bless Abraham with such blessings? He says, I'll make you a great nation. I will bless thee, make your name great. And and this this one here is semicolon. What does semicolon mean? We are in England. Oh what does semicolon mean? What does a semicolon mean? That is to say, oh, I'm explaining what is coming meaning mm-hmm. at students you need to be, be active now that is to say you shall be a blessing so why did God let you be here why, why did God let you be alive because he, he feels that you will use your life to be a blessing yeah So, I, I firmly believe that there are some things God is expecting from me. Why did God give me a Swiss mother and a Ghanaian father? I'm, I'm supposed to do something with it. He's expecting that I will use the advantage that I have from that to do something. Yes. He's expecting something. Because I'm holy. Please. Good? No. Intelligent? No. What? I do not. I do not. But I would use it for something. Yeah. One day somebody gave me, you know, an entire European office was closing down. Everything was almost new. And the person gave everything to me. Why? I gave everything to the church. To the church office. Up till today, it's being used. He gave me the whole office setup, all the cabinet. Up till today, fire cabinet, this everything like new. As soon as he gave it to me, I put it in the office. Why did God give me all those expensive things? Because He was expecting that I would be use them in that way. And give them. I did not sell it, or I wouldn't. I need this money. I throw not. Shaka, paka, shaka. So, whatever you have, whatever you know, God allowed you to have because He was expecting not that you are going to be so holy. You see, Peter himself said that when the man was, crippled man was raised at the temple, He said, Look not on us as though by our own holiness or our own power we had made this man to walk. Yes. Don't look on us as though by our own holiness or by our own power we had made this man to walk. Screen man. I think he's hungry. Yes. Amen. Why do you marvel on us? Why do you look earnestly on us as though by our own power or our own holiness we had made this man to walk? Definitely it is not your own power and definitely it's not your own holiness. None of the two. But I hope that, like what Paul said, you counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. God considered one thing about you that you will be constant and dependable. And so he put you there and says, I know you will not change and you will be faithful with what I give to you. And I thank God, I thank Jesus who has enabled me for that. He counted me not holy. Didn't count me holy. He counted me faithful. He thought of me that, no, this guy, he will do this. This guy will do this. I'll put him in the ministry. So today, God is looking at you and he's saying, ah, you, you, when I give you money, you will always releasing the money yeah then he looks at some other you when i give you money you won't give so i i won't give you any money again yes you when i give you this vision of jesus you will take it to its conclusion but you when i look at say, when i give you a vision of jesus i take you to heaven i walk you up and down drive with you in chariots you wouldn't do anything with it yes you just say you had a dream Now, what is the final word of Jesus to his church? Must be the most important. Anybody who knows last words, you fear last words. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8. You shall receive power. Power for what? I'm trusting you for something. When the Holy Ghost comes on you, you'll be my witnesses in four places. Four places? Where? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the outermost parts of the earth. Huh. God himself is telling us these are the last words of Jesus before he went away. Matthew has last words. This one has last words. Mark, last words. Any last words, people, even human beings, respect them. Yes. If somebody said this was the last thing he said. Many families quarrel after someone dies. He said this. He said that. No, I know he wanted this. He wanted this. He would not have liked this. He would want to do this. One of our pastors died not so long ago. But before he died, he gave a message. But when he died and his family was told, you know, in Ghana, if you die, your family, family means brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, that's what it means. It doesn't mean wife and children. Family is not wife and children. Family is brothers, sisters, uncles, aunties. That's what we mean by family. Hey. So when the family heard that he was there, they came for the body, took him somewhere, and then... They started their plan, we are going to bury our brother here. Then the son came with the recording and played it. And so somebody asked me, have you heard what he said the last? I said, no, I've not heard it. So they sent it to me. And they sent it to them too. And when they played it, I, so, so, and so, uh, uh, just about some hours before he died when i die my body should be given to bishop heward mills bishop saki and bishop so and so whatever they say should be done everything concerning me should be handled by them and by the church when the family people heard it hey come for uh, come for uh, what do you call it come for the body please <laughs> We don't want to have any problems. (laughs) So, you are supposed to respect last words. And these are Jesus' last words. Go. Go ye therefore. Receive power. And when you receive power, preach about money every day and riches. Come up with new fangled ideas. Fables. Today we're having fables. Church is full of fables. Bedtime stories. We are preaching bedtime stories. Different ideas. The Holy Spirit is always given for one reason. so winning. If you want me to see a pastor on whom the Holy Spirit is, is someone who is winning souls. You know, for a long time, I've not been able to watch Christian television. And I noticed for some time that the only people I could watch, I could only watch Bonky. I could watch Billy Graham and some, some of the Ben Hint, more of the older ones. But I couldn't watch most of the others. Everything was some of your family, how to do well, some mortgage, this and that, happiness, abundance, And they're all true, but half of the truth only. Half-truth is very dangerous. Look, the most deadly type of lies are half-truths. They are the most potent and evil. Why? Half-truths are half of the truth, but it's very good at misleading you. Most of the marriage talking is half-truths. And most of the seminars for all these things is half true. Yes, that's why I wrote the book, The Beauty and the Beast and the Pastor. Because that's the other side of the truth. Yes, the beast. Instead of just praising the woman. You see, Mother's Day is used to praise mothers. Oh, mothers has been my father, has been my mother, has been my... My aunt has been my care for me. My mother, who's my friend. My mother has been my soft, my comforter, my love. My, then, Father's Day, the irresponsible fathers who don't look after their children, who are whatever, this and that, and they, they don't care for whatever. And it's used to rebuke fathers. Half of the truth. That's just half of the truth. Yeah. Half of the truth. So it, take, it takes care, but it's misleading. You take um, the devil when he came to Eve. He told her, he said, look, the day you eat this, you'll be like a god. Your eyes will be opened. You'll become like a god, knowing good and evil. It was true, but it was only half. The other half of the truth are the cemeteries that we see. The death, the sickness, the disease, the rebellion, the wars. Look, the other day I was looking at a history channel. Then I I watched, I kept on, so let me, I want to learn history because, you know, I'm a science student, so I wanted to learn some of the arts so that I don't only know half of the truth because science is only half of the truth. Arts is the other half. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) But after a while, after watching the history channel, I was asking myself, is it the war channel I'm watching? Because the history of man is just war. Eve believed half, the half truth, and half truths are powerful because they are true. So she was led along and she believed it. But the other half of the truth is that when you eat, you know good and evil. And after that, you'll be my servant and I will molest you and torture you and torment you and kill you and take you to graves. And the whole human race, millions and billions, will perish and suffer and go to hell. That's the other half. And there was no comment about that. Yeah. Yeah. Very dangerous. And she believed it fully. half to. So when you tell the church, God wants you to prosper, it's so true, but it's half of the truth. God really wants to bless. It's very, I mean, have you seen God taking people and not blessing them before? But it's only half of the truth. The other half, the other half is that there is suffering and there must be obedience to the great commission. And to his command, his last command, his last command everywhere. There is no other command that is as important as this command. To win the loss, to go from Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth. Who is going to do it? That is what has killed the church. That's why I've made the church poor. That's why the church, you see, the church is an organization which is always begging for money and very poor. Our church is not poor. As we are are here, we don't owe anybody anything. No, we don't have any mortgage anywhere in the world not that we are even a car even a car that we are paying monthly there's nothing like that anywhere we are we are we are, we are buoyant if you don't even give 1 dollar or 1 pound it will not affect anything i can inform you yes because that's the wisdom that god gave me to stay without debt if you don't have you don't have just be there when you have money then you continue yes that's it simple So, it is your opportunity and it is our duty to take God seriously and to know that we have been entrusted with something. And God didn't count you holy, perfect, blameless, but He was counting you faithful, like responsible. So, the only reason why God gave you something is like, oh, He will do it. She will do it. She will do it. She will do it. it." Like, why God gave you somebody as a beloved or to marry, he was expecting some kind of, you know, Ida has a song, only, only be ve- ve- very nice to, yeah. I'll say
2: I love you, I'll marry you and I'll take you home, mm-hmm. and I will say I want you, but please be very nice to me.
1: Why did God give you a pastor to marry? Why didn't he give you some Don Quixote, I mean, personality, who to come and mess around your life. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Because he was expecting you to do something, to be faithful. He was expecting some things, which a lot of people are not coming up with. Only putting up wigs. Which one you get home, you remove it and you turn into a scarecrow. Yes. Many women look like scarecrows in the house. Do you know a scarecrow? Do you know what is a scarecrow? Yes. One day I tell you if I'm provoked, I will just run through the congregation and start picking, picking the head of the heads. I, I've been tempted many times, but I've, I've overcome the temptation. Don't push me. I said, No, don't 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 touch me. Brothers, when you are going to propose and you see the beautiful girl, remember it is only half of the truth. It's half. Oh, it's only half. There is a scarecrow behind the scenes. There's somebody who doesn't like bathing behind the scenes. There's somebody who doesn't like kissing anymore. You have to negotiate for just smiles and happiness. I mean, there's most more children don't understand what I'm saying, but they they are shouting. They understand everything. Sit down, sit down. The room is hot. Is your air conditioner working? Hmm. Oh, it's cool at the back. Oh, beautiful. All right. Are you still around? What's the topic? You don't know what we are preaching about. You are just happy. You are just happy in the church. Hard work is small work. Now, half truths, we must not follow them. Half of the truth is God will bless you. God will honor you. God will give you money. God will do. It's just half. The other half is that we must be preachers of the gospel. Turn to Revelation chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3, and we are going to read the church to of the Laodiceans, write, I know thy works, thou art neither cold nor hot. Are we going to be cold or hot? The reward for hard work is more work. God is rewarding us with a new zeal. Many, 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 souls, many souls have been won, but now, look, what we, we, we don't need, we don't need convention. I'm not saying we don't need, there's a place for it. But what we need now are souls, soul winning. I want you to go out here in London and the UK, wherever you are, and win souls. You see, it's better to have uh, a a gospel concert to win souls, okay? Or a breakfast meeting, you get it, or a a meeting in the church for soul winning. The Bible tells us in Luke 15 and verse 7 that there is far more joy, far by, far for one sinner than 99 people who are anointed with oil. Yes. Ninety-nine people who are anointed with oil, with mantles and what have you. Like, what makes God happy? Far, 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 far more for one sinner to be saved. Far than any convention. Yeah. If you notice, you rarely see me doing any convention. It's not that I don't have, but it's like the, the souls that I'm trying to win, it's far more than conventions by far by far when I see Christians they they are just Christians that are being polished the same coins being polished over and over and over and over and over yes is your phone okay I stepped on it sure it's all right. is it spoiled okay it's a blessed phone now Are you receiving it? Somebody wants to exchange with you now. (laughs) How many want to make God happy? How many want God to be close to you? Like one of the things that happens when God is happy with you is that He comes close. You are always close to people that you are happy with. And you are not close with people that are not happy with. Like when people are married and they are not happy with each other anymore then they don't talk anymore they don't text anymore they don't hug anymore they don't touch anymore they don't text anymore but when you are happy so when God is happy with you he will touch you anymore he will kiss you anymore he will hug you anymore he will love you anymore. He will text you anymore. He will give you a message. How many want God to text you anymore? He will love you anymore. He will be happy with you. Yes, when he's happy. Yes. But when there's no happiness, when a couple get married, you know, one of our first, like first love marriages are like, they are like super baby jet, jumbo jet marriages. Yeah. They got on a plane and they were there, honeymoon. They were going on, the honey, on their honeymoon. And one of the, I think he was, I don't know whether a minister in the government, or he saw them. He said, ah, I just like the way the two of you are. And, and he said, I want to take a picture to show my wife. <laughs> <What a> summer, <laughs> I want to take a picture to show my wife how, how it is. Because I'm sure they don't kiss anymore, they don't flow anymore, they don't chat anymore. Hey! I have a song like that, you know. You want to hear the song? Okay, remind me, remind me. Oh when God is very flowing and very happy with you, He'll be touching you from heaven and He'll just kiss your head like this. So that you feel something. He'll hug you. And he's happy with you. And he said, I, I feel you are not you are not cold. You are not hot. God is saying, Let's go back to heat, not conventions with more blessings upon the same people with prophecies. Come here, I see something coming to your direction. Receive it now. Take it too three people are receiving something. Look, we have done it and let's do something that will make God happy. And the 99 that are receiving these prophecies eh? look at the verse, put it there. The 99 people that are receiving the prophecies and the one person that comes to God which one makes God happier? The one. So are we going to do it or not? I want us to get back and be close to God. Amen. Amen. So God says you are not cold, you are not cold, you are not hot. Now he says because you say I'm rich that means you must have some money. Yeah. And I'm increased with goods. I don't need no nothing. I don't need NATO. And knowest not that thou art wretched miserable. God sees things differently. God has some x-rays. Have you seen those machines you go through at the airport? There's somebody looking. You. When you are walking through, you become a skeleton and he sees you. <laughs> you put your hand like this and then you become a skeleton and just they last look at you. Hey, for really give. <laughs> so, the way people see you is different from the way God sees you. So you see yourself as cool, great, it's a great church, it's wonderful. But God sees you as something. Any church which doesn't win souls, any pastor who doesn't win souls. So soul winning is not for first love If you like, listen to the first love camp, you see the testimonies of salvation. It's not for you. It's, not, it's not for young people. It's not something for young people. I'm in my 50s and I lead, I lead the church for soul winning. Yes. I'm in my fifties. You may think that I'm, I'm just in my twenties or thirties. Yes, I'm leading the church for so many. Yes, none of these children are. You, I've been doing camp. They are tired after a camp. I just, I've been going camp after camp. Some of them following me. They realize that it's not easy to follow. It's not about when you are young. And that's why you see people. I mean, always oh, this this couple—they are young. That's why they are, that's why they are, flowing that way, yeah. But most of the time, it's because some of the couples have switched off life. Yes, after the main things have been achieved, which is the ring—you got your ring, you got your picture the Picture of your wedding, put it in the house. You've got your ring, then your children are there. You don't need, I don't need you anymore. Hey. I don't need you anymore. Hey. They, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't flow anymore, they don't touch anymore, hey. they don't hug anymore, hey. they are not close anymore, hey. they don't talk anymore. Hey. True or not true in fact one day I told somebody you look in the car, if you see a man and a woman driving and they are talking, they are not married if you see them and they are, to- they, are to- they, are to- they are talking they are not married talking and laughing means they are not married it's boyfriend and girlfriend but if you see them talking they are not married, usually uh, come and sing the song I think it better <laughs> sit down, sit down
2: anymore don't laugh anymore we don't kiss anymore we don't touch anymore we don't hug anymore oh God distrust and accusations oh God. Mistrust and accusations Oh God, I need The key to my love The key of humility Oh God, help me please I need to be Humble and to flow I don't want to destroy My relationships We're not close anymore We don't talk anymore We don't chat anymore text anymore, we don't love anymore, we're not happy anymore, we don't smile anymore, don't laugh anymore, we don't kiss anymore, we don't touch anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't text anymore. Don't chat anymore. We don't love anymore. We don't smile anymore. We're not happy anymore. Don't laugh anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't touch anymore. We don't hug anymore. We don't touch anymore
1: Is it not an amazing song? Okay. Now, continue. We are on evangelism. Now, he says, you say I'm rich and increase and so on. All right. But verse 20 is the verse. Behold, I stand at the door. I want to be close again and I'm knocking. God wants to be close to us again. Now, he says, if any man hear my voice. And open the door. I will come into him. And I'm going to eat with him. Now when you eat with somebody, you must be close with a person. So he says, I want you to be close to the church again. Yes. The money church. The church which is only thinking about money, 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 money. That's the church. He says, you, you say you are rich. You are increased with goods." He says, I want to be close with you again. I want to kiss you anymore. I want to touch you anymore. I want to be close to you anymore. I want to eat with you anymore. Not just to hear inform that the food is in the microwave. God for really bait. <laughs> hey. Hmm? God wants to be close. Now What makes you close to somebody? Somebody who understands you. Is that not how people enter relationship? I really, is a person who really understands me and really compliments me and really flows with me. What I think, what I'm doing, really sees eye to eye with me. So now Jesus wants people that are going to see eye to eye with him. Yeah. He wants to now come back and be close to us again. And this one, behold, I stand at the door. He's talking to the church. He's not talking to a sinner. Jesus is standing at the door of the Laodicean church who are money, money, people who feel they don't need anything. We don't need no evangelism. We don't need no whatever. We are okay as we are. We don't need no whatever. We need money. We need more money, more money, more money. And Jesus is saying, look, I want to be close to you again. I want to flow with you again. I want to be nice with you. I want to eat with you. we talk. You know, my son Joshua, when he, when he, you see, at first I was not close to him. I was not close to him. In fact, I didn't even know him as a, a Christian. Because when he came to England, Pastor Clement trained him with fastings, and Bishop Richard also trained him. So when he came back, and he was coming, I, I found it strange. I said, we are not close. I, I, I don't know. He was coming here. I said, no. I'm not used to that. Then gradually, I, I, I I realized he was coming and because I found out that his mind had changed from being a rebellious son. He was now a son who was not even interested in the same things I'm interested in. He was not interested in God to the same extent that I was interested in God. Today, now I discuss that sometimes I'll be even in the house and I realize that what I'm discussing with him, my wife will not understand so I go aside with him, just the two of us. <laughs> Yes, it's amazing. You see, you become close with somebody when you uh, you believe in the same things the person believes in. When you don't believe in the same thing, you don't you are not you can't be close to somebody. Yeah, the more you believe in the same type of things, and flow with the same kind of thing, you can be very close to somebody. I'm close to people who believe in many of the things I believe in. Yes, yes. That's how I became close to Bishop Saki. He believed in evangelism. His letters he wrote to me are in the book, Tell Them. Yes. It was like he had the same kind of thinking. Then immediately you become close to the person. That is it. So now God is saying, We're not close anymore. I want to be close to you again. Why don't you be close to me? And so what? What should I do? Change your mind and have the same mind I have. And have a, a good flow. Yeah. Boy and girl are flowing together, so she really understands me. When I was getting mine, I told my wife, you know, my, she was beloved. I think she was beloved at that time. I said, I'm going to sit on a mountain and I'll preach the word. She said, I, I, I love it. And I could see she had the same mind. So that made me closer to her. Because you have the same beliefs that I, I had. That's what makes you close. But you go apart when you don't. After you marry, maybe for some time you may have accusations. Things are said, this is said, this is said. said. You're not close anymore. You, you, you don't talk anymore. You don't like anymore. You don't have the same mind anymore. We have different minds. Many people quarrel over their children. Children are a topic for Quarrels different issues become topic for quiet. what we should do with the money, bank account money, this, different relative fathers, fathers different topics come until there is no agreement on most things for somebody to say that the, my wife and I, we don't agree on it. my greatest opposer the, the, the chain around my neck with a stone is my wife <laughs> that's what some people, somebody told his wife he said you are a stone around my neck so instead of allowing us to drift apart from Jesus today he's knocking at our hearts in London and he's saying hey you guys I want to be close you think Jesus is close to you if you don't have the same mind as him he's not close to you I'm close with Bishop Richard very close to him there are things he understands that few people understand yes because he has certain understanding yes and 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 you, you you sit down to eat with somebody if you sense no danger yes yes you relax one day i went to eat i went somewhere in a certain country in south america when i was eating the person who was sitting uh, opposite said hey, it seems you you are, you you like chicken i said ah. What is this type of person? I shouldn't have made this person come here. You like chicken. You like this. You like this. Ah. Small food. (laughs) So you see, that is why you don't eat anymore. Because we still don't have the same minds. You don't eat anymore. Hey. In fact, actually, that's not what the person said. I will not tell you what, what, what he said so that it doesn't enter your mind. It wasn't even that. He said something else. Yes. He said something else. Look at somebody. So today, God is giving, sending me to invite you. He wants to be close to you now. Yeah, he wants you to have the same mind. And that mind is, eh, God so loved the world, he gave his son, Jesus Christ. That whosoever believes in him should not perish. I don't see any more important message or any more important topic. Not your prosperity, your money, your marriage, your whatever. This is more important. Your little bitty life is secondary to it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. These things will be sorted out. I'm telling you. Yes. God will stabilize you. Yes. And God will take care of the rest. Yes. And I want us as a church to return to soul winning, to return to, like, do a program. You, you want somebody to come and speak at a convent do an outreach. Don't think, those of you pastors who think you are old, you are mature. If you are, if God is with you and he likes you, he would rather give you more soul winning to do that. Look, many of our pastors were saved here in London. Pastor Kweku and mention their names. Yao and so on. Many of them are on missions now. Haruna, Jerry, oh, they were all saved here we used to have breakfast, I myself have preached at a breakfast meeting right here in London I don't hear of those type of meetings now I don't know if you have still been doing them and people were being saved we have to go back to, it's not a first love activity those of you people say, oh bishop is zealous, he's a a zealous man and you are what? you are mature God for really big, that, that is maturity Don't mistake backsliding for maturity. They are different things. It's different. Backsliding is different from maturity. England is not an atheistic nation, it is not a devil nation. England is a Christian. Look, England has produced the top generals in the world. Mighty men like William Carey, the Englishman from Kettering, where we had a camp. Mm. Yeah. John Wesley, an Englishman. Charles Wesley, an Englishman. William Booth, died in 1904, he was buried. It's an Englishman. This is not a devil country. This is a country that has produced people like Spurgeon. Great, great men of God. Preachers. Come on now. It's now our turn to be candles in the dark. It's now our turn to come back to the original thing and become close to our Lord. So that our Lord will come back into the room and talk with us and and be close to us. He's knocking at the door and he says, I would like to be close to my church again. But I cannot be close the reason why I was not close to my son is not because he was not my son. he was my son. But his mind was not working in a certain way. When his mind started working in a certain way, I was even surprised. I was not used to it. You see, you can be somebody's son, but your mind works completely different. Yes. We can be children of God, but our minds were completely different from the father's mind. The elder son the prodigal son and the elder son. The elder son didn't, he was in the father's house, but he didn't have the father's heart. He didn't have the same attitude towards the lost brother. He had a different mind completely. So his father, I don't think his father was very close to him, because his father even never gave him even a goat. He, he said it, he didn't give him even a goat to have a party. It's true. He never gave him a ring. He never gave him anything. And when the other son came, he, he was so happy with the, the soul that was won. He had a party. He did something so strange. His mood changed. He he, he was excited. He had a party. He he himself came. He was was rejoicing. Hey, and the the brother said, I've never seen you this way before. The other day, I was was dancing at the camp meeting, and somebody sent me a message I "I saw you dancing. You were so happy. He said it is nice to see you happy. I was wondering whether I am not usually happy. You can be a son, but you are not close to your father at all, because you have a your mind is on earthly things. His mind is on something else. But you are a genuine son. We can be a genuine child, but we are not close to him. But I see him bending; that he wants to, he wants to kiss us. His father kissed him. His father kissed him. When you love somebody, even when the person is dead, you kiss the person. I've been at a funeral where everybody kissed the dead one. Everybody came on their mouth, they kissed on the mouth. One after the other. All those who love her, they were kissing her for the last kiss. Yeah. Jesus wants to bend down and kiss you. He wants to hold you. How many want Jesus to hold you? He wants to eat with you. He'll, He'll be close, like how he was close to the disciples. Jesus, I want you to be close to me. Jesus, I want you to be close to me. Jesus, I want you to be close to me. Always till I die, I want you to be close to me. I want you to come to my home. Visit me in my room. Talk to me. Be my friend. Don't be angry with me, Jesus. Be close to me. Do you want that too? Then you have to have a mind that he has. About everything, you must think how he thinks. Yes, yes, you must think the way he thinks, and you come closer and closer and closer. You can be a lay pastor, and you see, you can be a lay pastor and be close. I have some lay pastors; they, have, they are even closer than full time pastors. They are even closer. There are some lay pastors I'm always with them. When when I was in Ghana, my driver was a lay, lay pastor. Yes There's a late person with them. They understand what I'm doing so much. It's not about footer, it's about the mind. Yes. So I don't know. how many agree with me that the mind of many people is not so winning? Yeah It's like, oh, what's so winning? I mean' the overzealous evangelist man who is coming he wants to, he wants to get some money for his preaching. Yes. How can we be close? So Jesus is knocking. You know, God spoke to me this afternoon. When you come in the evening, tell them that I am standing outside the door and I'm and I was wondering what am I what is it connected to what I'm talking about. He said, "Tell them that I'm standing outside and I'm knocking and I want to come back into my church and be close to my people again." So this is a call to closeness. Yes. It's a call to closeness. Yeah. It's a call to being near to God, changing your mind, having his mind. The Holy Spirit was not giving for money. Deuteronomy eleven, fourteen. Deuteronomy eleven, verse fourteen. Deuteronomy eleven, verse fourteen. He says, I will give you the reign of your land. In his juicing, the first rain and the latter rain, which is the Holy Spirit, that thou mayest gather in thy corn, the harvest, thy wine, three harvests of Israel: corn, wine, and oil. The oil is from olive tree, the the wine is from the vine tree, and the corn is the wheat. The Holy Spirit is always given for one reason, not. And Derek Prince said something. I was listening to. Him, he said, he said. And it was a rare message. Somebody pulled the message out. He said that this message is a rare message by Derek Prince. And as I listened to it, he said, this message he, he preached, he said, there are two groups of Christians, those who know the reason for the Holy Spirit and those who don't know. There's only one reason for the Holy Spirit, and it's not to have a bless me party. The only reason for the Holy Spirit is the harvest. The harvest. I'll pour out my spirit. Eh? And he says, You shall receive power after the spirit comes. Then you'll be my witnesses. You, you go out winning souls. And this church is going to multiply 10 times over. Yes. I told the first love children, I'm going to take them personally to Israel. But you, Bishop Richard will have to take you, but um, if, you, if you achieve your time, I told them I'm giving, they're within striking distance of having 5,000 members. Physical people, you can count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 5,000 human beings. I'll take them to Israel myself to show them Zabulon and Nephthalim, two towns in Galilee. Yes. I promised them. They should, they should just go and win the souls. Once they... Hit the 5,000. I come and I count them. One two, 5,000. We're going to Israel. Yes. Kala Bashaka. How many want to be on that Israel trip to go and see? Yes. This are master seed. Okay. Bishop Richard will take you. He says, he said, he said, you need how many souls? 2,000 on a Sunday morning in Apache. Wow. 2,000 people here on Sunday morning in this building. Then he says he will take you to Israel for a special trip. Would you enjoy that? Would you like that? That's a reward for winning souls. Yes, more work. Do you want to be close to Jesus again? Are we going to be close to Jesus? Stand to your feet. Jesus is knocking. Jesus is knocking at the door. Amen. Amen. And he's saying, I want to be close to you. I want to be close to you. I want to be close to you. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands, please. Father, thank you for blessing us. Touching our lives. Anointing us. Bringing us here. Lord, we we accept that we've not been so close. It's like we are Christians, but we have a a different mind about everything. Today, we ask you, Father, touch our hearts again and make us close to you one more time. We've heard that you are knocking outside. We open our hearts to you and we receive the, the same mind you have. About souls, we thank you for blessing everyone here and blessing all the pastors in the churches with this new closeness that comes from having the same mind. Thank you for blessing us mightily. Put your hand on your heart, Jesus is knocking. Father, soften this heart, give us a heart for souls, a heart for your work heart for preaching. A heart for doing what your Bible says, what your words say. Thank you for this blessing that you give to us. Touch every heart and give us the same heart you have, Lord, for the lost, the crippled, the poor, the blind, the sick, the handicapped, those unfortunate people in unfortunate situations. Give us the same heart you have, the heart of love and mercy, the kindness and the interest, Lord to do something for others thank you for touching our hearts and changing our hearts today thank you that England is not a forsaken country thank you that England is not a devil country thank you that England is not lost thank you that we will never stand by for England to perish if not for anything Lord because of the fathers who stood here once to preach before we were born We thank you that you also use us again. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Every head bow for a moment. Just a minute, please. If you are here tonight, you don't know Jesus as your Savior, please pray with me. I want to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your savior. You are not born again. You want me to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. What do I, what do I mean by that? If you, if you were to die and be taken away by the ambulance tonight, would you be carried into the mortuary and would you go to hell or would you go to heaven? That's a very important question. If you are here, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell i want to say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus christ help me to know god today if you are here like that wherever you are pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus then raise up your right hand and i'm going to pray with you god bless you lift it up high thank you i see your hand i want to give my life to god yeah maybe you don't even know jesus you don't you don't you are not close to god but you want to say pastor please help me today I want to open my heart and receive God receive Jesus as my savior then your hand must be up God bless you God bless you I see your hand I see your hand I see your hand I see all your hands if you've lifted your hand please I want you to do one more thing come from upstairs come from the front come to me here the front come come Come. Come from wherever you are start right here Come let me pray with you, come on Come stand right here I want to give my life to God Please lower the bass, lower the bass Something's wrong with it I want to give my life to Jesus, come Come, 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 come and stand right here Come, come I want to pray with you, come Give your life to God From upstairs From the back, from outside. You are watching. I want to give my life to God. Come on, to the front here. I want to pray with you. Clap for them as they come. This is pure salvation. Pure salvation. I want to give my life to God. Come on, my friend. Yes. Yes. all the way to the front. Come on. Come on. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Come to, come, to come to God. Come to God tonight. Thank you, Lord. Come on, my friend. Come on. Come all the way to the front. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you.
2: Jesus.
1: Beautiful. From upstairs, from the back. All right, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, come, wow, come. all of you, All of you in front here, look at me. Look at me for a moment. Nobody walking. No one. There's nothing important here. Only what I'm doing is important. Listen. I'm going to just pray with you and lead you in a prayer, okay? When you die, your soul will go to heaven or to hell. But today, and your soul should go to hell because of the many bad things you've done. But the blood of Jesus... It can wash away your sins. Amen. It's the only known thing to wash away sins. Amen. 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 And today, the blood of Jesus is just here to wash you. Your drugs, your fornications, your lies, your stealings, your everything. You know everything. I don't need to say a thousand times over, you know. Amen. Why don't you take your chewing gum? So many of you have chewing gum. Take it out so that you can pray this very important prayer. Take it out of your mouth. Your chewing gum or swallow it. Your chewing gum, chewing gum, chewing gum. Swallow it or take it out. Put it in your pocket. All right? Okay? Just take it out for a moment. Chewing gum not good for church. Somebody else is coming. Come. Come, guys. Come, guys. They're coming or not?
2: They're
1: not coming. Now, now listen, do you know why I asked you to come forward? Because Jesus said, whosoever acknowledges me in public, I'll also acknowledge him when I'll acknowledge him in heaven. So if you acknowledge Jesus before men, so everybody can see you, that you are saying, I surrender to God and I surrender to Jesus. And today is a turning point. All these people here, some of them were badder than you. You get what I'm saying? Badder. But God has changed our lives. And we are, that's why we are here. So lift your hands and close your eyes and from your heart, say this prayer. Everybody join me. Say, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me. I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. I've done many bad things many evil things but tonight I come to you Lord Jesus please cleanse me wash me with the blood of Jesus make me new make me a new person from tonight I give my heart and my life to Jesus thank you please save my soul Please save my soul. Make me a new person. From tonight. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. My name is. Mention your name. My name is. Please write this name in the book of life. From tonight. I open my heart. I give my life, my heart, my everything to Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord for saving me today. I love you Jesus. I want to thank you for accepting me as your child from tonight. Now lift only your right finger like this up in the air. Say after me, Satan, Satan Satan. listen very carefully carefully. from tonight tonight, I will no longer serve you from tonight tonight, I will no longer obey you I I belong to God I belong to to Jesus Jesus. and I will serve Jesus. Jesus I belong to Jesus Satan go back. I bind, you I bind you in the name of Jesus. Away. 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 from my life in the name of Jesus. Now lift your two hands. Say thank you Jesus for saving me tonight. I'm so glad I found you Lord Jesus. Help me to serve you, to be a Christian, to be a strong Christian from tonight. Thank you, Lord, for saving me tonight. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Now,